Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. We have Dr. Missy in the house. Uh, this is, I think, been a long time coming. When, when was the last time I saw you? I don't even know. I was trying to think about that. I think it was, was it like more than three years? Was it at Palladium at the opening? Uh, when I spoke at the... No, I saw you, I think, for my knee after that. Maybe. Didn't I? I don't know. Well, it's been a minute, but yeah. Missy's been witness to all of my... Um, I don't know if I want to say like athletic ventures, but like maybe like navigating health, everything. Yeah. Um, so we've had tons of questions and there's so many topics we could go into. Missy is a wealth of knowledge on so many levels. Uh, but today I kind of want to focus on like the manifestation of uh, emotions and our organs and how that kind of works alongside like health, wellness and competing as an athlete. But before we do that, Missy, welcome. Thank you. Thanks um, for having me. Absolutely. Like I said, yeah. a long time coming. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, what you're doing out here in Denver now, and um, anything else you want to share. Perfect. I feel like I have to start with saying thank you to you because oh, you're so welcome. I feel like it, so I've been in Denver for six years now. Which oh, is crazy. no way. Six years. Okay. When did we meet? When you were like just moving out here? Just, yeah, it was right when I started coaching at Vantage. No. Oh my gosh. You're, okay. Yeah. I remember I op- I didn't have Cleo yet and I opened the door down there. I'm like, is I need to run out? You're like, yes. And I think about that story all the time now because yeah. I freak out about my dog. Oh, so. being able to bring her. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. So yeah, you like so many of the things that I have been introduced to in Denver is because of you like oh really Karen DSR Emily so it was just that group of women that we had and I don't know if you're still meeting anymore Um, but yeah I think like I just had Karen on the show obviously um but that little group I haven't seen Audra in a minute um where did we we met at the coffee shop on tennis oh my gosh yes yeah anyways I forgot I mean I didn't forget about all that but yeah, those that was so much fun. Those are our OGs. I'll have yeah. to pull another one of those together. Yeah. Um, mostly because I feel like we just all need to like rejuvenize like our friendship. Yeah. Well, everyone was such a great support of one another's cause. Like we we're all kind mm-hmm. of in health and wellness and fitness and yeah. lifestyle and whatever. Um, yeah. But wow, yeah, that's because DSR was just starting out. Yeah. You got me my job there. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my God, that makes my heart. So- <laughs> Their impact is happening. Yes. It's this a real makes thing. me so happy. I. Oh so my gosh, at the time great. I was. Um, so physical therapist. Okay. I was coaching mobility, coaching CrossFit. Yes. Coaching more like barbell free classes. And I had my treatment table in the back of my car. And so I had five or six CrossFit gyms. I would just drive around to and see patients. And you were like, Hey, they're looking to hire a PT. Oh, so uh, this is all coming back to me. Okay. A home base. So I wasn't just this like nomad with yeah. my table in my car. Oh, I remember. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I kind of like the nomad yeah. situation. Cause the beginning is like, you look back and you're like, did I really do that? Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I was young once upon a time. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. That seriously makes my heart so happy. Okay. Yeah. And you're really still awesome. at DSR. Still at DSR. Everything's growing like crazy. I assume. Yep. And then, um, so I rent space there. I basically run invincible out of there. Okay. And then Nurture is opening up soon, too, so that's going to be nurture? my second spot. It is a – they're calling it a well wellness marketplace. Okay. And it's 
an old school building. Okay. Off of Federal and 29th. Next oh, to that's, that's close. Yeah, really close. Oh my gosh, okay. So the downstairs is going to be um, childcare, different like fitness on demand studios, cafe, bar, boutique. Oh my gosh, so like, then, a, like a club kind of of like all different. Yeah. We went to old like clubs back in the day, like Greenwood Village and all that. Yeah. So is it kind of like that? Um, like different fitness situations, but all in one? Yes. Okay. But it's not just. Um, like athletic club because then you go upstairs and there's a salt cave sauna oh wow organic hair salon IV a bunch of different practitioners so okay. PT chiropractic MD yeah um organic hair salon I'm all for that I, know. I spend a lot of money on bleach obviously it looks beautiful um thank you thank you um oh my god that's so yeah, okay. that's opening soon too so I'm gonna have some hours over there as well oh, well keep me posted is it like you buy a membership to one thing or they're all just together what's there I think they're still playing with all of that stuff so I think you can just pop in and see practitioners get services but they're gonna have um monthly memberships and that kind oh, of stuff interesting but what's cool is we as practitioners are technically members of nurture so it's kind of their mission is how can we support entrepreneurs and remove that overhead and need yeah. for them to have to deal with building and all that stuff. which obviously i mean hence our coffee meetings yeah. back in the day exactly. they're doing like a formalized version of that exactly oh my gosh that's so cool okay yeah. well when march, is it opening do you know march 23rd is the grand opening right, that's soon i know is yeah. it all together yeah, oh, yeah. We're <laughs> there's if you could well i guess you, maybe you can't even see oh we can't want to put the camera back here a little bit um, I would, this is one thing I, at some point you can see on YouTube, but some of the facial expressions of guests where I'm like, <laughs> mm, they're saying yes, but their body's like, ah, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it's, um, it was supposed to be open in December, but just, you know, building and yeah. city approval and yeah. all that stuff. So. Oh, and Denver really cool. is getting all those permits has got to be crazy right now yeah. because of all the construction. Okay, so now that we've done a PSA for yeah. nature, tell us more about your life, backgrounds, yes. like do all the bragging. Okay, so I grew up in California, Torrance. Um, oh, I didn't know this. Yes, so out by the beach. And like way in. That mic is so sweet. You got little waves. There we are. Um, <laughs> Learning audio, y'all, you know this. I, uh, yeah, I graduated physical therapy school in 2011. Okay. And I got into PT school because I grew up playing soccer Played soccer in college. Lots of Where'd you injuries. play again? UC Davis. Oh, that's right. My dad went to UC Davis. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah. crazy. And, oh God, I don't know what, obviously way before you, time. but yeah, he played football there. Oh, oh no, no. I'm sorry. He's going to be mad. San Diego State. My bad. Not the same. I know. I know. <laughs> Shoot. But it was in California. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. But like, anyways. I, feel, I spent some time with your dad. I feel like we would have yeah, connected. I, on I don't even know why that just kind of clicked in my brain, but. Aggie land. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so just, you know, growing up playing sports, you get injured. Um, I also had some significant health issues right after college, um, headaches, chronic fatigue, that kind of stuff. And so it just kind of led me into the physical therapy world. Um, so I went to school in, in L.A. And okay. um, at the time, just having the chronic fatigue, I was having a lot of back pain. And this is where I got introduced to a lot of the organ work. Okay. Because, you know, you make all these nutrition changes. I went gluten-free in 2007. And you're still gluten-free, right? Yes. Okay. But gluten-free at that point was, like, not a thing. Right. Like, my nutritionist was just kind of, you know, just stop eating bread. And there wasn't, like, gluten-free cookies and crackers. Right. And I tried to make it. And I, like, the cooking was awful. <laughs> my so much has changed testify. around that now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's night crazy. and day. But it was really cool to see... 
like, so I had the chronic fatigue. I took a year off in between undergrad and grad school to try to figure that out because my health was just like, I would go for a run and couldn't, I was just achy and flu-like and that kind of stuff. So, you know, medications, doctors, tests, they didn't know what it was. Nutrition was the one thing that kicked it. Huh. Um, But I started having really bad back pain my first year of PT school. And um, I had a professor that specialized in visceral manipulation, which is movement of the organs. And he fixed my back pain by working on my intestines. Wow. So here I am, this young physical therapy student trying to navigate the entire body. But I knew at that point that I had to study organs more when I graduated. Oh, so universe speaks, like pulls you right in the right yes, direction. That's crazy. Yes. So, um, it's been really fun to, you know, I finished PT school, um, and I, well, I'll back up a little bit. So I started, I got my, um, CSCS through the NSCA, the certified strength and conditioning okay. in between PT undergrad and PT school as well. And started doing personal training and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. And where I was living at the time in the South Bay area is a big air force area. Okay. So I made a lot of Air Force friends and they were all doing CrossFit. And I oh. was like, you guys are crazy. This is nuts. Like, and that's still true on brand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All factual. Yes. yes. Um, but at the time it was, it wasn't really the PT in me. It was just the fact that I had just finished playing soccer in college and I didn't want like sports and athletics to be my life. Yeah. And that's kind of what it, what it looked like. And I had this friend, I remember, he sat me down and made me watch, I don't even know where the video is, but it's like the first video of a CrossFit competition in the dirt. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the about? Fa- we were there. You yeah, were there? We, we were there. No, with our first year, this was, I got involved because one brother was military. Okay. And um, another one, we had both played D1 lacrosse and yeah. we were looking for something. We're like, we're bored. We need to train. Like we had graduated. And Marine brother was like, go try CrossFit. And I remember I looked up the first workout and I was like, 100 pull-ups. I'm like, oh, hell no. I, can, I can't even do two pull-ups. Yeah. And I'm coming off like a D1 sports situation. Long story short, we went in. That was 2008. And by 2009, we had gone out to the farm and competed. That's it. In yeah. one of their very first ones. And I think the initial, the documentary is on Netflix now. It's like, okay. not, I think it was called the CrossFit Games in. But like Maddie yeah. G, one of the guys we trained with was in, like, the credentials. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, that was 2008. By 2009 was the second one at the farm, I think. That's when we were at. But they filmed the first one. Okay. It's some of those dates. But, yes. And I think that's – it's still on Netflix. Are you in the video then? No. that It was the year before oh, we went there. Okay. And then I think the third year, they actually went to – it was StubHub Center then in L.A. Yes. yes. So, it, that was, like, the major transition point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just, like, dirt. Yeah. So that video sold you on CrossFit? It sold me on oh, CrossFit. yes, marketing. Okay, yes, unintentional yes. marketing. Okay. So I went and started it, and I actually I rallied my entire at the time like co-ed soccer team. We were just doing pickup. I was like, you guys got to try this with me. Oh, and I okay. was the only one that stayed in. <laughs> You're like, we feel enough. like shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just such a fun gym community too, CrossFit yeah. South Bay, and. I think I've been there actually. Probably well, so that's where a lot of the games athletes yeah. used to go before. We we trained there. Yeah. Um Cody Rice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I know him. Yes. Yep. He we did some barbells for boobs stuff together yes. too. Oh yes. my gosh, that's yes. so funny. We probably met before Denver at some point. Yeah. Universe was like, come on now, just god dang it, <laughs> be friends, start casting. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so the world is so small. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. But we yeah, so I started very soon after coaching there. Oh, okay. Um, 
even before I got my level one, the owner was just like, you have your CSCS, we need yeah. trainers. He taught me like all the foundations. Well, level one's like, it's a weekend. Yeah. And I've done yeah. it. And yeah. it's, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It checks the box. Yeah. No I pun ended, intended. I ended up doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But, so I was coaching there. Cody at the time had been teaching mobility and then I started teaching with him. Okay. And yeah. Anyways, so that was my intro into changing the physical therapy practice or okay. how how the profession goes not practice how the profession is seen and experienced and that kind of stuff because you know I was coaching I would teach the 6 a.m class go mm. to PT school oh my god come back and work out after and it was just this it was a decompression for me but it was also a playground to watch people move yeah. and help people I mean I gave this was part of the reason I had trouble starting my business there after was because it, I was, everyone was used to me just working on them. For I was going to say, well, and how lucky for them, because I remember in the midst of CrossFit, I would go to, you know, we had like PTs and I had done, I had um, done ACL reconstruction in 2000 because I tore my ACL for lacrosse, but how different and evolved like the PT conversation had become around CrossFit. So that's such a added bonus for them to have somebody that's a PT that does right. and understands CrossFit, understands what the lifestyle is, yep. and then can, like, help, you know, heal them accordingly. Like, that's yeah. so huge. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. But I don't doubt a wealth of work as well. It was, but it was good at the time. And, you know, a lot of my yeah. classmates were kind of like, oh, it's crazy that you're doing CrossFit. And I was like, you, but they're doing something. Like, and so Kelly Starrett, he was, oh, okay. yeah. you know, obviously big in that at the time and still is, but he came... I remember it was my senior year. I don't think they call it that. My last year in grad school. Okay. And, um, <laughs> it was finals, and he was coming to do his mobility oh, seminar, and okay. I should have been studying for my finals, but I was like, I mu I have to meet this I man. See Kelly. Yeah. And it was we just kind of clicked, and he was obviously excited that I was in PT school, and from there on, he became my mentor, and I was like, I didn't know this. Yeah. And okay. So, I was like, I need, I want to like create a business like you and help the physical therapy uh, profession become more of a self-care, mm -hmm. empowering patients and athletes to take care of their body. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was a huge turning point for me. Okay. So are yeah. you still in touch with him to this day? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, he, he helped me. He was that phone call when I decided to move here, when I decided to oh. just big, big changes. Okay. And helped me, and I went out there and kind of shadowed him and that kind of stuff. But I will see him in April, actually. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> this uh, business security. mastermind that I joined. Did you say security? <laughs> okay. No, my, it's my dog. It's, we don't edit them out either. We just let it all be part of the show. Yes. yes. Um, that's okay. So he – I had exposure to him – oh, gosh. When we started CrossFit, I think Jasmine even flew out to go see him about her back or something and then circled back with him at the games. And he was working with Reebok when I was – and then um, Wild Planet for a minute, we were doing something with, and so it's just been like it taps back in. I think yeah. I did know that you knew him, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So many, there's so many random like crossovers, and yeah. it's like like you and Cody. I, I might have even known that, but that's yeah. so random. Yeah. Like, because yeah. he was Marvel's reboot. So, anyways, yeah. that's crazy. Okay. Stuff, so. so what? Tell me a little bit about the mastermind. Yeah. So I joined that last March, and it. So Danny Matta, Eve, Gigi, and Jared Moon. So two of them are PTs. Okay. Danny Mata 
I don't know if he still coaches for Mobility Wad, but he used to. I'm so out of CrossFit loop at this point. So, I just kind of get what I can get in. Yeah. But and I'm, Mobility Wad is Kelly's old yes. company. So he used oh. to like go around. He now changed it to the Ready State. Oh, I didn't so know he this. updated it. Um, okay. So he, it's interesting because Danny and I actually started our businesses the same year. Okay. But he, you know, there's always ups and downs, but he figured it out and was like, I need to help these other communities. Yeah. Um, and, you know, meeting you when I first moved here, it was a lot of, I kind, I kind of shied away from the physical therapy for profession because I didn't meet anyone like Kelly out yeah. here that was doing what I wanted to do. So I was kind of working with chiropractors and massage therapists and that kind of stuff that also wanted to not have insurance dictate their treatment of patients right? Um, and be more this, oh, I'm injured. I got to go to PT. No, I got to go to my PT because they're going to help me be a better human and right. take care of my body. Right. Um, so, but what it did was it kind of, um, just being away from that PT profession, there was a little bit of just lost... Like, I can't model my PT profession with a chiropractor because it's just right. a different thing. Well, and I don't, the consumer, I'm assuming, doesn't know. And, yeah. like, even that conversation, like I was saying with my marketing company, we, and branding, we, the, the consumer, the, the entire landscape has changed so much. And people are so much more aware of alternative options and a larger range of how to look at things and solve yeah. a problem. And, and this, even five years ago, I could totally see how a chiropractic audience, like traditional human mm-hmm. wants to come in, wants a five minute adjustment to fix me. And they don't, I don't even think they wouldn't tell me this is wrong. One of the conversation around like, how are your organs? What's your diet? Did it, like, yeah, it was just quick. Yeah. I just want that in and out. Yeah. 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 Give me the pill. <laughs> just fix, fix this. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it all comes down to, I'm not going to help everyone. Mm-hmm. So it you have to mesh well with the pra- like the practitioner that you're working with. So well, and you got to find I mean like I was saying before like being able to filter out who your clients are and where you can be exactly. successful because you yeah. can't at the end of the day we can't work and help with everyone that's not even realistic. Yeah. So then you find the ones that really do fit. Yeah. But that's a whole process in itself. <laughs> Hashtag #cardio. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're at chiropractic we're kind of shifting out. Yeah, so it was just being able to join a community there, I think there's 80 other cash pay physical therapists in this mastermind group. All and over the world? Uh, or mostly nation? US. Okay. Yeah. And it's, you know, what worked, what yeah. didn't work and how do we prevent that from happening? What should we all try together? Cause this mm-hmm. is just, it's just trying, it's performance-based physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a CrossFitter or you're just a daily human being, how can you perform better Yeah. and not be, um, kind of sucked into the insurance model. So just having yeah. that community has just been unreal. Um, and so he, Kelly is speaking at the, we meet twice a year. So he's oh, speaking cool. at the event. In That's amazing. April. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just think, and I just told you, it just came from um, this podcast conference and I had no idea what to expect. And like, I mean, I just love this so much and if it never make a dollar off it, I don't even care. Just like the conversations, the humans it's bringing back into my world yeah. and reconnecting. even like what you were saying earlier, like it's like soul fuel. So if at some point this can be the whole thing, then so be it. But coming from the conference, um, Chris, the founder, really talked about, you know, obviously talked about podcasting, but like paying it forward and like being good humans and supporting one another in this journey. And whether you're, you know, seeking to monetize it or not, it's still, it's the beginning. And it's kind of yeah. like, you, you know, totally different thing, but same thing for you. Like we got in it to, to help people and further conversation and awareness around something that, you know, there's a hole in the market or you know, there's, it's an overlooked situation. Yeah. So there's all these different people kind of doing things a different way, but he's like, get the community together, work, like 
listen to each other's cast, rate it, what have you. So it makes so much sense, you know, as you guys are navigating kind of breaking down doors around this, you know, the way the world sees PT and recovery and health and wellness in mm -hmm. general, to have a whole tribe that can be like, here's what worked, here's what didn't, here's what's going on. Yeah. Um, and you guys can support each other, like even the rates and reviews and, you know, engagement oh, yeah. on social. Like that stuff's yeah. so huge. Yeah. The community's huge. Yeah. Which is also just like CrossFit essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think, and you might agree with this too, I don't think I would be where I am without CrossFit because that community is just so... Like, 100%. even just moving to Denver six years ago, it was like, I knew all of you, but I didn't know you. Yeah. But just because we were all in CrossFit and wanted to be healthier. Well, and that's it. I, I, I've always touted, um, even lacrosse or CrossFit, like my fitness situations, it's such a phenomenal filter mm -hmm. of super different human beings within like this deep common denominator of wanting to, I mean, who shows up and wants to be like a total masochist and like, you know, do a really hard workout and then talk about your back yeah. squat and your liver and your shoulder, do a little bit of work. At the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously, there's wild animals. Yes. Um, but it's such a phenomenal filter for my varsity humans that are, you know, questioning that better way and want to know more. And, you know, if they're waking up tired and thinking, okay, well, I just ate a bowl of sugar cereal. Is this good? And most people would be like, you know, my doctor said it's okay. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's just such a, a phenomenal filter. Yeah. To streamline that, those relationships. Yeah. 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 Good. Shout um, out CrossFit and fitness. We love it. And lacrosse. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. I – let's see. So, back at CrossFit South Bay. Okay. I um, started – I worked in a traditional PT clinic right when I graduated. It was a um, mostly workers' comp community. Oh, okay. Which is just very different than what I deal with now. And <laughs> That's like night and day, dude. <laughs> They're probably like, I want to be injured so I can like take a load of no judgment. But it's, I'm assuming a different mentality. Different mentality, different yeah. motivation. And it just, it wasn't for me. I think yeah. there are some, there are PTs that are good at that and thrive in that environment. But I just, it made me realize like, again, back to Kelly, like this is not what I want to be doing. So I started seeing patients at CrossFit South Bay, but I also was a young PT student and wanted, I didn't know fully what I was doing. So yeah. I needed other PTs around me. So I worked at this awesome place in Manhattan Beach, Physio Works, and three guys were owning it. They still own it. And they were just, they supported that I also had a little side business, which okay. was cool, um, and mentored me and just helped, helped me kind of build that foundation. And then, Mentors are so huge. Yeah. Really awesome. Um, and then I moved out here in 2014. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. So that actually, that's right when I was like kind of getting out of CrossFit. I mean, that was actually the, I think the height of when I was like competing. And, like, I don't the think next you were competing when I met. Yeah. Okay. I think I must've like just got done. Maybe. Yeah. I want to say. We probably met 2015 because I didn't start Vantage right away. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Then yeah, yeah. I was probably just starting to trickle out. Yeah. Okay. CrossFit Colfax was my oh, first home. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. I just went over there like last year. It was like the first time I ever saw it. Oh. Yeah. yeah cool and spot. their brick wall is so awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, it was right at the tail end. But yeah. anyways. Yeah. That's so, so funny. What brought you to Colorado? I was I was actually deciding between Denver and Seattle at the time. Both on brand for you. Which Perfect. is really funny because that weekend I moved out here, the Super Bowl was... Denver oh. and Seattle. Oh, yeah. okay. Did we win? I don't even remember. I don't think we won. Oh, okay. Well, let's forget about that sure. one. Yeah. Then. Okay. <laughs> um, and anyway, so I just wanted, I, what was interesting is I was kind of searching 
who was doing this performance-based physical therapy, and there was someone, I don't even remember who it was, but someone doing it in Seattle, and no one that I knew in Denver. So okay. I was like, all right, this is kind of a blank slate. Um, I was ready to kind of get out of my home, hometown just for some personal reasons and just wanted to explore and that kind of stuff. Um, Make a shift. Yeah, just something different, and I love the mountains. And I had a friend, I have a friend, who was coaching at CrossFit Colfax. Oh, okay. So he was like, come on out here. I'll get you hooked up with at least a mobility job, and they can, they'll let you see patients here. So that just kind of sparked it because he also had other um, friends who owned CrossFit gyms. So I was coaching okay. at Golden. I did some stuff at Omnia. Did, and you South were like Denver. right at the right time because it was becoming way more. I mean, we, we yeah. had to seek out PTs prior or like, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, any sort of just recovery methods. I mean, this is before yeah. DSR and everything, or it was just starting out. Um, so to have someone like you in those zones was huge. And CrossFit was booming in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. It was so huge. It was, okay. It was really cool. And what's been really fun to see recently in the last couple of years is all that running around that I did that I thought, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't necessarily financially supportive to just be paid as a coach. Yeah. Um, it is coming back full force because those athletes, they remember me and they yeah. come back and it's just such a. You were on like your thing. own little marketing tour. Exactly. You even know. It's like, it's kind of like a book signing Yeah. and then they circle back and yeah. it's, but you know, larger order in universes comes up on the cast a lot, like really does like kind of like all the work you look back and you're like, God, I mean, I've done so, so many things different. And then years later, you're like, thank God that kind of went the way it did. And like all those reps and things happen because it's teed up for right now and you can, you know, exactly. make it a little bit more smooth. I'm assuming. Yep. Um, but yeah, all that shit is necessary. <laughs> it's necessary. And it's funny because, you know, even joining this mastermind group, I've had my business running longer than a lot of people in there. Oh, okay. And they, you know, getting that question of like, what did you do in the beginning? And I was like, I don't recommend what I did necessarily yeah. to be the most e efficient thing. Well, it was kind of it's trial kind of and error though. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just like, I'm going to do what I think is right and yeah. see how it goes. Well, you were literally blazing trail and there's yeah. no roadmap to that. So it's yeah. like yeah. you kind of go down one road and it works, it works. It doesn't, you come back yeah. and go back to main road. So yeah, I bet that's really super valuable intel though for, I mean, any entrepreneur yes. to see that journey again, how it's trial and you have to kind of be okay with those failures and embrace them to like learn and pivot. Totally. Totally. Without those failures, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Yeah. So. And okay. it's crazy because I did, I had a business in California for six months and it was taking insurance, okay. and I was renting space in a chiropractor's clinic, and it completely failed. I think I got paid for like forty percent of the patients. Oh that my I god! Saw. It wasn't a lot of volume because I was still new, but I swear I would never own a business again. Yeah. And I don't even know. I don't remember what switched in my head, but I was like, "Here we go." Yeah. This is happening. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, people. This kind of comes up a lot too. They think entrepreneur, like you get your days off, you can do what you want, but what they don't understand is you're never off. You're responsible for everything. Mm -hmm. There is no roadmap, especially if your business is a little bit different, kind of like mine. Like people are still like, what do you do? I'm like, I don't know. All, everything, <laughs> network and hang out. Yeah. Connector. Yeah. Basically. Um, it's, and so, and it's, I mean, you, you're constantly evolving. So like every, it never really stays in one space, which is good. And I think that the best businesses are continuously evolving. So like that breakdown breakthrough has to keep happening, yep. but there's, there is no off time or off days and yep. this is insert self care and yeah. something I'm still learning and yep. we're evolving with. <laughs> um, but that's amazing. So you didn't have, so it was kind of like bad taste in your mouth, but all the good learnings and then 
I just knew deep down that I wanted to continue to like follow in the footsteps of Kelly Starrett and the traditional PT model was not for me. And I wanted to help these CrossFitters from the prevention side. I think a lot of people, I mentioned what I was doing and they were kind of like, Oh, it's a perfect spot to set up your table. Everyone keeps hurting themselves. So you're right there. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to be, I'm teaching this mobility class. I'm teaching this uh, bar, we call them barbell free classes to people who have to modify and it's really hard to do sometimes in a yeah. CrossFit class. So it's that prevention piece. Well, and I think even that, even as a collegiate athlete and tell me if you guys had this more at your college, we didn't, I mean, we did a little bit of weight training, but there was nothing around prehab or no. prevention. We didn't really even get into like diet stuff. I think we got like something in the, in this summer that was like our summer workouts and it's like, don't go to McDonald's or avoid fast food or sugar. I mean, like basic stuff, which we'll embrace that, but nothing to what it is now. What I see athletes, you know, high schoolers going paleo or carving up because they're super, I mean, it's just such deeper conversation at this point. It's crazy. And it wasn't that long ago. No, maybe a good chunk, but not that much. We're youngish. I remember hearing when UC Davis, I don't know if it was through the school or they just had a CrossFit gym, but a lot of the athletes were starting to do CrossFit style training. Oh, okay. And we would do, this is really funny, and not, I don't think our strength training was bad, but we would do cleans with like eight pound dumbbells. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think we kind of did something similar. Yeah. I didn't even understand the difference between like a clean, a snatch and, you know, a deadlift. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, we were doing those movements, mm-hmm. but I also, I don't think it was like, I don't think we were even paying attention. We were kind of yeah. like, oh, we're going to lift now. Like whatever. Where's it's my 5 stick? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm hungover. I'm tired. Yeah. I have probably have like beer on my like yeah. shirt. Yeah. I was a good student, by the yeah. way. Um, so, I mean, you're just such a different animal then, but, totally. but things, totally. I think things literally have evolved that much from then to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, again, it's good that we experienced that back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) Champion all your growth at this point, dude. Take the gold star. I wish you, me and Karen had gone to college together. Oh my God. Because I have no desire to drink like that anymore, but it would have been. I mean, not like not on that level. No, we'll still throw it out and have adult spring break for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it was, if, if we would have known each other then, I would be fascinated to know if we would have conversations, probably not on a level like that we do now around health and wellness because yeah. so it just changed. Yeah. Um, you guys spin in it more than I do. I think I just like try and take some of their learnings and keep in whatever I can. Yeah. Um, but it would be interesting to see if we would be questioning those things earlier on. I actually think we would have been. Yeah. You know, I still would have been drinking probably like a so. Natty Light at our meeting, but, yeah. you know. Well, even <laughs> my, um, my college girlfriend's mostly all soccer we do a marco polo like a group thing oh okay Did i sound really old the way that i said that Mar- it's uh <laughs> it's an application <laughs> on the digital device um no um, marco polo is hilarious yeah, actually but it's really funny because so those were my natty light friends and oh okay everyone is <laughs> very, <natty> friends <laughs> everyone is Love. very healthy now but yeah it's just, it's just so funny to well i mean you're such a young human at that point yeah like you really think back and i'm like oh i was around um and I love our young people. I have so much faith in our future. Genuinely, that's not sarcastic. Um, and I hope they show up to vote, by the way. Yeah. Um, to be around, like, an 18 or 19-year-old now. Like, I never really feel, like, old. I don't sweat age or I'm kind of like, whatever. But to be around people that are in college now, I'm like, God, these humans are so young. And you're making such, like, big kid decisions when yeah. you're such a young beast. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's a jungle, man. Very mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, back to you. Yeah. Um, we digress. Yeah. So, once <coughs> you me. connected me with Denver Sports Recovery, okay. I, was, I still kind of sprinkled stuff at gyms, was doing more workshops, 
Um, was I working with Denver Sports Recovery then? Yeah, you were oh, there the okay. first uh, the first year like that I was there, three too. years I was... Okay. Maybe 2015. Oh, my gosh. oh yeah. Oh, my face. That was one of my first accounts for KOL Alliance. Oh, really? Because I had just yeah. started my consulting company. Yeah. Oh, my... Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I had gone there, and then I also started working at Project Move, which was a really oh. cool... Um, there was a bunch of different practitioners that owned it at the time, and yeah. they were trying to make this big shift in the CrossFit world. And so I started seeing patients down there, too. So I kind of had two locations for a couple years. Um, and then it, there was just kind of this point where you just get too stre- stretched too thin, especially yeah. at that time I hadn't hired anyone, so it was still... And they're not close me. together. No. Move is, um, is Littleton? Littleton, yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it, I, I just kind of started focusing on Denver Sports Recovery. So that's where I've been for... Maybe a year and a half, two years. Okay. And still dabbling in gyms and um, expanding out of CrossFit and that kind of stuff just to other hit studios and bar yeah. and cycle and all that stuff. Um, but my big vision and mission right now. Put it out there. Yeah. Universe, listen, here we go. <laughs> is So I basically help people move better from the outside in and the inside out. So okay. this, there's this whole world of organs in our abdomen, in our um thorax, our chest, and that kind of stuff that affects not only how our body functions, but also how your body moves. Mm-hmm. So from a physiologic standpoint, but also how your uh, the depth of your squat. Are you getting a pinch in your hip in the bottom of a squat that nobody could figure out because you had your appendix removed when you were a kid and you still have scar tissue? Mm-hmm. And the organs need to move just like your muscles, joints, and nerves. And this is just an area that is overlooked oftentimes. So. Well, I, I think there's just such minimal conversation in general. Yes. Like, again, I'm so thankful to be exposed to people like you through fitness or, you know, recovery situations or have you. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think this is pretty new conversation. It is. it is. And I didn't really get, and I want you to talk a little bit about um, the connection and manifestation between, like, emotions and yes. your liver or whatever. And I, that was new conversation to me until I was, like, really getting, like, adrenal fatigue, overtraining, and starting a business and all the angles and then, you know, kind of coming out of that realizing I was doing blood work and stuff a lot with like DSR and just personal things and like stuff, liver en- enzymes were coming up and it's like later on I'm like, oh, are you angry? Like what's going on? I'm like, yeah, yeah this fitness thing, we got to find balance in this because like it is time to breathe and it's just too much. Yeah. Um, but that was new conversation and now getting more like spiritually in depth and understanding, I'm like, oh, well, duh. Yeah. Like of course this connects. So it's huge. yeah, I'll yeah. let you expand on that word. Yeah. It, so I, I started a couple years out of grad school. I studied through the Institute of Physical Art. That's where I kind of started dabbling with the organ work. Okay. And then once I moved to Denver, studying through the Baral Institute okay. has just been, it's just amazing work. So I've gone through all six visceral courses. I feel like I'm in like postgraduate school, but it's amazing. Oh my gosh. And all the degrees, like Kanye. Okay. But it's just like... <laughs> I've never been. I, I usually get compared to Missy Elliott. Not oh, uh, Missy is Missy Elliott doing all the degrees? No, just because my name's Missy. Oh, oh. Well, we'll go with that too. Acceptable. I just. Do you remember like original Kanye's? Like you just kept going to school. Now you got uh, all your degrees yeah. keeping you warm on a park yeah. bench. So, yeah. anyways, but you're actually monetizing <laughs> your situation. Yeah. But carry on. Um. So, yeah. So I was just starting to expand on my knowledge because I felt like I had the general PT base down and I knew that the organs were going to be a huge piece of my practice and my mission. And so as I dove deeper into that, it introduced me into 
essential oils. So, you know, when patients are coming to you seeing, uh, with pain, seeking this pain relief, this something to help with swelling, they're taking Advil, Tylenol, ibuprofen. A, it's blocking a lot of good inflammation that we need to heal. Mm -hmm. And B, it's doing, it's wrecking havoc on your liver, your stomach. Like, what's it actually doing to your organs as well? Right. So essential oils kind of became a huge piece of my practice at the time. But as I started to study more of the organ stuff, they, they need to move. They, they were starting to relate to even just an athlete's overhead position. So okay. it's like you've been beating on your shoulder overhead mobility forever. Mm-hmm. And it's, why is it not getting better? Oh, you had a surgery on your liver five years ago. Let's okay. take a look and see how this is, how this is playing a part. So the organ, the way that they move is they need to move. If you imagine little, um, little knee joints in between each organ, they need to be able to move independent for them to function, for blood to flow, nerves, all that stuff. And you teach classes on like how to do the movement. I know you did the thing with the ball. Um, Yes. I love the course. I actually talked to that company for a black camera. What's it called? Jill Miller. Jill, Uh, yes. Yoga tune-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) She's amazing. Um, And that ball has been amazing because it's a way to tie in this organ work and my mission through Kelly Starrett and the self-care model. Okay. Did you ever partner with them or anything? No. Oh, okay. We just kind of geek out. Okay. (laughs) Help me do that. I got you. Yeah. Um, So what was really cool is Jill Miller of Yoga Tune-Up, she created that ball originally through her own personal journey of uh, eating disorders. That's, I remember now, yeah. And reconnecting and loving this area. So I will get a lot of patients back to the emotion stuff who I usually give that as a homework unless they're um, really postpartum having some issues with like a diastasis, the abs separating, Mm -hmm. or if they just had surgery. But most people will use that ball at home. And if they do have emotion built up in their organs that they need to release, they will cry while they're rolling on the ball or let it out somehow. And so it's just a, I think as a society, we're so kind of shameful of our belly. I mean, I grew up on the beach and going to the lake and spending time in my bathing suit all the time. And I hated my stomach out. Really? Yeah. And so I just feel like, you know, we're used to sucking in here. We want it to look flat. And so giving people, even just a practitioner like myself, touch on that area is a huge deal. But for them to explore it on their own at home has been really powerful. Oh, interesting. Oh, I never yeah. really thought about it from that perspective, but I know just being in fitness, it's such a deep irony where it's like such a beautiful zone, but I've never experienced now kind of working with other niche markets, the way we self-loathe and like some of like the personal issues we have around our bodies. And it's probably the most stereotypical, beautiful niche that I work with. And it's probably the most insecure and that's completely generalizing in the entire group, but like the issues and the conversation around all of it, it's like this really crazy irony of what it is. But then you think like, well, why do most people get into fitness to look better? Or usually it's, it's probably some like insecure stepping stone Mm -hmm. and then you get better looking and you, your physical changes, but your mental does it. Yeah. So it's kind of bury it in another way. Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, for sure. I I just think, I mean, again, athletes and fitness, like I just think it's rampant space for those conversations. Totally. Um, so call, call Missy. (laughs) You're out there. Um, okay. So like the touching and, um, the whole belly conversation. Yeah. 
have you seen people now kind of become more aware and more comfortable? Letting their belly out. Yeah. Huge, like being able to just, I know. The breath. Not slouch, but just not be, not be sucking in all the time. Okay. So I think that's a huge thing. Plus it's, um, it's really interesting when you get someone, when I have someone come into my office who just hasn't, touch is not a part of their daily yeah. routine. Like they just don't have that. Maybe they're uncomfortable with it. And it's just such a beautiful thing for them to learn to love that area. Um, and it, it, I think it's it's not a main focus of the treatment, but it's a huge benefit that they get after yeah. after the work. Well, I, I mean, I've definitely been in, I kind of exposed myself to everything from the brain training to uh, Reiki to mm-hmm. what have you. And I and that's true. Like you will, like, I mean, I like I said, all kinds of witch doctors and energies and, and then, you know, high end PT and doctors. Um, but as you do move, you will get emotional and you can, whether you kind of believe in that or not, yeah. if you experience it, you're like, Oh, like I've been on a massage table and like just tears were coming yeah. out and I was like, oh, what, what's going on? What am I upset about or happy about or what's going on? But that Harvard energy is huge. Yeah. And that's really like, if you lean into like non-Western conversation, um, different culture, like this is actually like very common knowledge oh, yeah. or it's very, it's very much in the open or talked about or insert meditation or you know a multitude of practices that are non-western but this is actually really old conversation yeah we just need it in our (laughs) it's just new to us yeah well and like along the lines of what you said with getting a massage and feeling the tears coming up Mm -hmm. our tissues remember trauma they remember emotions and we're not designed to ignore them yeah we are designed to experience and process them so if you go through therapy which I think everybody should oh it, I mean it's a luxury if yeah. you have the budget time and money wise yeah. oh it's huge and I do love that our young humans are there's the stigmas going away from it yeah and and if you ever think like you want to be in a relationship or part of a team or part of a business situation to fix yourself is everything I shouldn't even yeah. say fix to process everything that you have experienced yeah. and then get to your most efficient self is yeah. the best thing anyone could ever do yeah so but when you go to therapy, a lot of it is bringing stuff up that maybe you haven't actually processed. And so if you think about it, it's when your brain is overloaded, it can, it can only withstand so much stress, trauma, a life event, something like that. And everybody has a, a reservoir organ that holds the excess emotion. Oh, interesting. So it uh, the way that John Pierre Baral, he's the founder of this work. He's out in uh, Europe. And the way he describes it is they, you can be a liver person, you can be an intestine person. So you kind of have this default organ that you always go and to. And it just, is that like genetic or it just is? It's just kind of what he's found. Okay. So I think it's still, um, there's no heart, there's research on it, but there's no definite reason why. But hmm. I think it's just how we developed in utero as a fetus. And it'll also pair with certain um, emotions. So you mentioned like liver anger, uh, kidney fear, stomach is how the world perceives you, that kind of stuff. And so it does depend on what you're dealing with, but you'll get, I'll start to see these patterns with patients like, okay, this organ is constantly in spasm. So maybe instead of just the movement, Mm -hmm. like what, how's work right now? How's your life? And I don't necessarily dive into a therapy session. 
Sometimes I will, I have this um, creepy diagram in my <laughs> office. It's only creepy because her face is really weird, oh, but it cool. shows all the organs and different emotions that are related to each organ. Okay. And so it's just like, reflect on this. So if you kept coming, if you kept coming to me with liver restrictions, yes, we would talk about diet. We would talk about what you're putting on your body, what you're breathing, but also like, are you an angry human being? Like, yeah. do we have some stuff that you need to just experience versus stuff it down? Yeah. And so a lot of the manipulation that I'm doing, the movement of the organs is helping to release some of that stuff. And are, so when people are coming in, I'm assuming they come to you for the most part off like recommendations. So they have some sort of awareness of what the conversation is going to be like. But if not, are people open-minded and like receptive to this conversation? Cause it's still, this is new combo. Oh yeah. It depends. Okay. So my CrossFitters who've known me as just a CrossFit PT. Dr. Missy Elliott. Yes. (laughs) It's, it's different. And some of them are not open to it. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't, I don't necessarily dive into the emotion piece unless that, again, the issues keep coming up and I know that they've gone through a trauma. But the fact that I think people are pretty receptive when you think about it from a surgical standpoint. That's yeah. an easy one. Like, hey, I just I had surgery on my liver five years ago. That makes sense why there would be scar tissue limiting my thoracic spine from opening up for okay. an overhead position. Okay. So surgery is, is kind of an easy point. But it I can't tell you how many people I've had recently who have thrown out their back and we've paired up that it's always when they're constipated. Oh, Interesting. And so you just, it's, it's actually fun to have these conversations with people because I'm learning how to honor, is this person open to even talking about poop with me? Yeah. We need to be, but it's, um, well, the stigma around poop, although shout out to my George Mason lacrosse girls, poop and pee has always been funny. I'm not a poop and pee (laughs) joke person. Um, I saw Tracy Morgan live downtown and like the whole thing was about poop and pee. It was funny, but I was like, okay. But there's this whole stigma around, like, talking about it. So I could see how some people think it's, like, funny or whatever. It's a part of our function. And some are, it's like, oh. And do you see, like, especially with women? Because it's like, well, women don't. It's actually defecate. men. Oh, and oh I, interesting. It's probably because I'm a female. But they're oh. like, I came in for you for back pain. Why, why are you asking yeah. me about my bowel movements? And what's interesting, I think about six months ago, I put this, um, gosh, I can't remember the name of the book, but it's really good. And, um... It's a picture of the squatty potty, but it's a drawing. Okay. The, the person's hair looks like pubes, and it's just kind of a funny Amazing. like drawing. <laughs> and it shows like how the squatty potty helps. People you love that thing. I, I see it in Bed easier. Bath and Beyond all the time. It's, it's got to be more relevant. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it it ha- it helps to open the conversation. So I've had patients who I've seen maybe for a year or two, and I've asked about bowel movements, and they're just like, it's fine. It's kind of like the nutrition question. Yeah, I'm healthy. Yeah. And they're like wiping a Snickers off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Acceptable. And then they'll see that photo and they're like, you know, I actually should probably tell you that I go to the bathroom twice a week. I know you've asked me in the past, but, and I'm like, okay, I'm glad you shared. And, and they'll tell, we'll joke about it because I know them and they're like, it was that photo that opened up. Like, oh, cool. to kind of say that this is a safe space to talk about poop, so. Okay. Yeah. I could see how that's pretty hard. Like, you're showing up for a lacrosse practice and we're going to play soccer. Yeah. Like, that, because that's so different where it it's is. like, oh, yeah. 
but then it kind of makes sense. Then you get into like, well, is it dietary or is it emotional or do you have to navigate each one? A lot of, so what's been really cool shifting into this work with the Baral Institute and the organ work is it's, you know, in physical therapy school, a lot of times we're trained to feel the body Mm -hmm. with the Baral and the organ work. It's listen to the body. So it just, it depends on how they're responding to the treatment. So I tell okay. a lot of my patients, you know, I get people who are struggling with mold or Lyme. They're seeing so many practitioners. They're so overwhelmed with um, other homework and medication, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, look, let's not change anything. Yeah. You could have the perfect diet, but you're not pooping every day yet because there's a mechanical restriction in your organs because you used to live on pizza and natty light. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. College is over. College. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So. That's okay. So, I mean, so now is, would you, well, let's back up a little bit. Would you consider yourself like intuitive or now you're just aware because you've had all these learnings and conversations around things or is it a combination of things? It's, I wouldn't even call it intuitive, and I think that's part of my desire to stay in the athletic world, and, like, this is not a, a woo-woo session. This is a real, like, I can feel... Science-based. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think there is a piece of that. I think if I wasn't open to the feeling of the body, it wouldn't... There's some people that aren't just tuned into that. Yeah. Um, but I've always just had kind of a kind of a calmer presence in most situations and so being able to tune into that and just be able to like notice if someone's having a bad day I've just sure been able to kind of feel that well I think intuition does, does get that stigma of like woo woo and like yeah. I'm reading the stars and drinking a witch's brew but really like energy is a frequency and that's yeah. measurable scientifically yes. so it's kind of all the same thing yep. and I always find like I, I don't know if I should say my best you know doctors or people of you know health and wellness are the ones that can combine kind of mm -hmm. both sides. But really it's just that practitioner can tap into like yeah. their intuition and like just their gut of being like, no pun intended, of here's how I'm feeling, right? Yeah. I've done so many reps with so many humans. Like this kind of looks like what it is yeah. alongside the science-based and background and, and training and everything else. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. And if you don't, like with this work, and I think with every work, like even physical therapy in general now is knowing – just because they come in with knee pain, it doesn't mean we're not going to look at the back yeah. and the hip. We're starting to expand that, but it's it's looking at the whole body and realizing that you could have tension in your right ovary, but it's affecting how your left shoulder goes overhead. Oh man! So if you don't look at the whole body, you could get someone temporarily better, but it's going to keep coming back. So yeah. why not look at the whole which is honestly a solid metaphor for life. Yeah, where exactly. You can like change your diet for a week and then you go back and you're like, I don't feel yeah. good again. You're like, well, okay. What, what are we, what, what are we masking? Yeah. yeah. Well, so what are, um, so if somebody's coming in, like I was saying, I have, you know, ACL recovery, shoulders now sore. If someone's like recently injured or they're like questioning about it, what is like a better step one? Like, do you suggest they go see PT and body or like they have questions themselves, like emotionally, like what would be step one for someone that's injured? That's injured. It. I think it's just coming in to have your full full body evaluated to see. Okay. I think the emotion piece, at least at this point in my profession, it's it's something that comes when you build rapport with that patient versus gotcha. versus just coming for the work. I have had a few patients 
who really tune into the emotion piece in the organs and they have had a trauma that they want to, they want help releasing. Okay. But the majority of at least people that I see, it's, it's an ache or a pain or a, <clears throat> excuse me, a mobility restriction mm-hmm. that is just continuously coming up. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's in, do you, cause you do specific workshops around organ mobility and, um, energy ish. It's mostly my focus for workshops right now has been helping people in the fitness world realize how their organs fit into performance. Gotcha. Okay. If there is more of an energy focus, it's through the essential oils and how powerful those can be to help help you process emotions so you don't store them in your organs. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that's kind of another, another thing. I just did one of my most favorite... It was that moment where I taught a workshop and I was like, yes, this is, this is where I'm headed. Oh, okay. Through uh, Rise and Thrive Collective. I don't okay. know if you've heard of them yet. I don't think so. Um, Rise is in the CrossFit Rise or different? No, it's different. Uh, Jamie and Tell, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right, but she started uh, this, she just wants to bring more health and wellness knowledge to the world. Okay. And so we went and did a workshop off Colfax recently, and I taught about organ mobility, so why they need to move, what can stop the restriction, and how to start caring for that. And then I taught a essential oil class that supports, we were doing a lot of spring, like, uh, cleansing and okay. using oils for that stuff, so. Okay. Yeah. So how, how are people, hello microphone, um, how are people finding, because I'm always fascinated as like a marketing and brander, mm-hmm. um, being that connection point, because usually that's us, yeah. how are certain audiences finding this conversation, finding you? Is it, um, and I know we've done tons of stuff together, I mean, everybody that's kind of in this space, myself included, you know, we do a lot of grassroots, but a lot of it's just who you know and referrals, because like one like-minded human finds another, and like your kind yeah. of tribe or, organically builds. Yep. Um, but how are people finding you? Like, how is the word getting out? It's so a lot of it is from me running around with my head cut off. <laughs> Again, <laughs> entrepreneurs, listen up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is doing trades with people. So okay. just having that work done on you to know that, to feel the difference. I think a lot of people are a little nervous about it because it's called visceral manipulation. So it sounds like I'm going to chiropractic adjust your liver <laughs> and it's very gentle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a lot of word of mouth. And it's a lot of online stuff. So what I'm really oh, trying to okay. do through social media and a couple of online um, ebook programs that I have is just to increase the awareness of it. And how yeah. can you present this in a way that makes sense to the public? Yeah. So, so it's just digestible, no pun intended, where yes. you can take little pieces of it and like kind of understand yeah. and then slowly, because it is a big conversation. It is. Yeah. Um, I think we've had this conversation in some capacity a few times and every time I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And now I get, because there's so much to it mm-hmm. and there's so much to know about your body and how it connects with your mind and how, just how the whole thing fits together. Yeah. And we're learning this at, you know, 20, 30, 40, it's later on in life versus, you know, when we learned about science at seven. Yeah. Um, so it is, it's a lot to take in, but I will say as I've kind of, I've been so fortunate through my competitive journey in sports and then in my business Mm -hmm. to have exposure to these really crazy, awesome, um, human optimization, you know, situations, whether it be recovery or therapy or essential oils or nutrition, um, or just really great humans being like, 
I'm kind of forging space into this and did you know this connected to this and yeah. you know whatever it's kind of addicting huh? it, it is well and every five <laughs> yeah. seconds it's like and we've got a new you know consumer package good product for this and this works so it's like shit what who's real yeah what's real I mean that's kind of why this whole cast exists because it's like okay I got to pull out what it is um and like what you just said when you get people to try what you do it's kind of like you're building out your own little ambassador influencer team yeah. so yeah. then they can go speak on behalf of what you do because that's and again that's what I do what I do it's so important that when you find the right people that have experienced it the right way mm -hmm. that point of unintentional marketing is so powerful yes um and we trust each other yep. like I would ping you or Karen all the time being like should I eat this yeah you know should is this good face wash like <laughs> my knee's injured can you look at me for the 500th time yep. like it's and that's like your little community that is so yep. invaluable. Yes, um, the but community is huge. It is, yeah, and it's an ever changing yeah. space. I tell my patients all the time that you know if I if you come to me having cleaned up your diet and gone through that, maybe you don't need to see anyone else. But if I'm getting someone who's still kind of on the standard American diet, yeah, you better believe there's going to be a medical doctor on our team, nutritionist. Um, I still work with Stephanie Rome. Oh, okay. Um, and Prime Health Denver, I work with them a lot with their doctors. And um, it's just having that team because yeah. I can't, if you're still eating terribly or your hormones are off or you're loaded with medications that you don't need, your organs are going to keep coming back the same way. Mm -hmm. so. Do, um, oh, I just had a good question. I never forget my questions. Um, the dog barking. No, yeah, I know we've got full on my dog security team out there. They were doing WrestleMania in the living room two minutes ago. Um, when somebody comes in, do you let them know, like, I've got full team here? And because when I was navigating, like, my health situation, I was just super tired. And I mean, I was just overtraining, like, long and short adrenals, taps, everything. Um, but it took me being like, okay, I'm going to go to recovery. And then I'm going to talk to you about my knee. And then um, blood tests at DSR and doctor and comparing those, like I had to kind of formulate my own team. When somebody comes to you, are you like, listen, I'm going to do this, but if not, we've got this person and then we've got this. Like, is that too overwhelming to share right away? It, sometimes. I kind okay. of have to gauge with them. I ask them like, hey, who's on your team right now? Where are you at? And I, I will even have a sometimes where it's like, maybe let's, let's connect in six months once you've done this nutrition stuff. Okay. Here's the gorgeous ball. Here's some stuff you can do at home. And then you'll be more open because you, I mean, you know, this as well as I do with adrenal fatigue, if you're overloaded with doctor's appointments and things yeah. that you have to be changing, I, the first time I was told I had to go gluten-free, I sat in my car just bawling. <laughs> I know. But now I it's like there's beer. restaurants dedicated, shout <laughs> yeah. out Just Be, yes. uh, Just Be Kitchen. But it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah. it but again, even that's changed. Yeah. But these lifestyle changes are overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And yes, if you're adding more, however, Knowing that you have a team of people that have been filtered yes. is so huge. Yes. Um, looking back, have you now been able to impact more of what you had as a young person as far as the digestion and gut issues and whatever was going on? Like, has, totally. Yeah. What was going on initially? Do you know? I was very colicky as a baby. Oh, okay. So that's digestive um, inflammation and just oh. discomfort with that. I actually, I don't remember how long I was breastfed for, but at the time it wasn't like figure out what the mom is eating that could be an allergy to the baby, it was just switch to formula. So not they're finding not having that breast milk can sometimes change your gut microbiome. Oh. Um, and then even just having the digestive stuff. As a young baby, I cried like crazy and turned blue and all that stuff. Um, 
And that was because of what you were eating or it, just like a general gut Yeah, they situation. think it was from the breast milk. Because I, if I remember correctly, I think when I switched to the formula, it was fine. So they just thought I was not tolerating my mom's uh, breast milk very oh, well. Oh, okay. I've had a couple so. of friends, that, like they had two kiddos. They yeah. were super colicky. And she's yeah. like, we're not doing a third. I was like, ah. Huh. not happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think they did have her do like the lemonation diet. I can't remember. And like all the Usually, things yeah, to figure it out. Something. Yeah. Um, but even I was a C-section baby too. So not going through the vaginal canal and getting some of that good bacteria to help support. Oh. There's so much interesting stuff with that. Oh my God. There's, there's seriously yeah. so much to know. Do you find like the more you learn and know things, it's like, it's so overwhelming. Like it's addicting because it's fascinating. Yeah. But then it's like every step you make, like you almost have to question, yeah. what am I eating? Am I sleeping? Am I drinking enough? Like gotta say, stop. I can't do it yeah. anymore. I remember when <laughs> I, I actually stopped working. Renee Love, she was in the South Bay. She was my like introduction to natural health. Okay. And I had at one point stopped working with her because we were starting to talk about like, I think it was a nut allergy or okay. another supplement. And I was just like, I can't, I can't Dude, do it anymore. Yeah. And then I readdressed it a couple of years later, but you have to be, you just have to be open to it. Yeah. And ready to receive. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yes. It, there's just, I mean, there's just so much to know. Yeah. And you can get so tied up in like, Everything is the wrong thing. And then six months later, you find out that that thing is wrong yeah. and you got to kind of pivot. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it is really hard. Uh, my suggestion is always like with business, like do one thing right and then do another and yeah. then kind of like unpack it. But then once you get around and, and if you're working in it, it's like, oh, I mean, there's just so much to know. Yeah. And it, I have to be careful as a practitioner not to, it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have, how you present it to someone yeah. is, is the key and yeah. meeting them where they're at. Yeah. And um, I recently had my second round of mold inside my body. Oh, okay. Which was a whole nother adventure. Oh, I think we reconnected briefly. I think I did, because my house, this house, there's definitely mold. Yeah. We gotta, um, we gotta help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a situation. Yeah. Um, so we'll reconnect on that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about this. So the, the reason I bring that up is because it's this whole like, the minute that I found it in my body, I was like, is it in my apartment? Is it in my car? Did I not get rid of it the first time fully? Um, and it was so, at the time, overwhelming that all yeah. I could do was take the medication or like do the nutri- like the supplements and that kind of stuff. But then a, a like, couple months later, I was like, the rash keeps coming back. Oh, that's and I right. Had to yeah. Move and, but you just have to, I literally, I need to look up the name of this person, but the... Um, Charlie Brown, you know the character that's just like a dust cloud? Oh, Pigpen. Pigpen. Yeah. I felt like that. Oh, okay. And I, I remember posting <laughs> okay. this on social media. I was like, this is not, this may be how you feel, but we have to shift this mindset. Because if yeah. I imagine this mold just festering and growing in my body, it's never going to heal. Because the brain is such a huge piece of healing. Oh, for, yeah. I think everything here, I think I'm just good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I actually do. Like yeah. I'm tired from other things, yeah. but we'll conversate <laughs> more on it. But but then that's the other irony piece of like how powerful your thoughts are. So you're oh, doing all huge. this stuff like literally and physically right, mm-hmm. but really you just need to change your mindset. Or obviously it's a balance of both things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's so it's finding having that library of photos, or I will oftentimes share a lot of an anatomy photos with my patients because you know they've Googled mm-hmm. what does it look like to have SIBO. Mm-hmm. like overgrowth bacteria in your intestines or what does it look like to have arthritis in your knee yeah. and they just have this red inflamed crunchy photo <laughs> and it's like no this is stop googling like, yeah. <laughs> please stop. okay 
Uh, but no, I mean, I think that seriously, I think people need to stop Googling and I of course do it. Um, but there was so much misinformation and that in itself can like put you in like mm-hmm. a state really, I'll just deal with it later. Yeah. 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 So just, okay. just having that, that mindset piece, it was through the documentary on Netflix called Heal. Oh, I don't think I've, oh wait, I maybe I have watched that one. People, yeah. I've been so doc, cause with the podcast, I try and expose myself to everything from yeah. equality and racism and stink, um, the, the great hack, like digital influence. I mean, excuse me, there's so many things to know. And then you really start to see like truly the dark side of so many things. And I'm like, okay, I had to pull back. There was one Sunday I had two casts and it was heavy conversations. I've been watching documentaries at night and then I had a friend pass away. And like that Sunday, um, I just had this overwhelming feeling of like, there is all this stuff going on that I cannot control. Like we're going to talk about it and I know this matters, but at the end of the day, like this stuff is happening and I can't do anything about it. And it was like, this conscious thing of like, okay, yeah. you've got to pull back and breathe. My mom was like, you're way too in your head. Yeah. And she like, she's in all this, but she's kind of just like, the fuck? Like, you need to <laughs> just get it together. <laughs> yeah. She's like, order pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, have some tequila and just, you need to detox. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Because it is such yeah. a balance of things. Like, yeah. you can get overwhelmed with, even just with your own health. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got to fix all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was conclusion of the mold the second time? Um, I tested mold free in January. Oh, okay. So I moved and got a new car and threw away like my mattress. Like you just have to. It's That's an like a huge commitment of all the things. Yeah, but um, you know, I feel like a lot of things happen to us so we can then help other people, and so I've had a lot of. Well, look at your whole journey. Mold, uh, yeah, yeah. Mold people come into my practice now, and just being able to be like, hey, you have this chronic thing. Mold is something we don't fully understand what it does to the body, and it mm-hmm. might just be filling up your toxin capacity quicker than it should be. Okay. So just something to like, um, like you're trying to have a baby, maybe don't clean that mold in your basement. Oh, okay. Something like that. So. Oh my just, gosh. I know. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to be sensitive of time. Yep. Um, what? Who is? If someone's like obviously like knee injury or shoulder injury, or maybe they're questioning mold. Um, do you have an initial step other than reach out to you and come get a consultation? Mm -hmm. But is there any first step of like, they're kind of in the space of, should I reach out? I think something's wrong. I'm not sure. Is there one step that they can take maybe before they see you? Yeah. So a a call is always helpful because we can chat, but I do have this really cool interactive organ diagram on my website. Okay. Um, And you can just kind of click around and see. What's your website? I'll put all this up too. Stayinvincible.com. Okay. And. This is still on my KO Alliance website, by the way. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I have that. And then I have an ebook that um, Emily Schramm did the nutrition piece in there. Oh, yeah. I did see that on your social. Yeah. Okay. It's basically every organ function, emotions that can be related to it, nutritional recommendations from Emily, and then oils that can help support that organ. So that's another resource for people who are like, "Mm, like I'm interested in this, but I'm not necessarily local or ready to come in and and get that work done. Amazing. Because I do think it's like planting that first seed. And then I think if people, something like either connects or it doesn't and like the right people come through that. Yes. Um, kind of like unintentional marketing. It's really about helping totally. people and not business. But I think just planting that initial seed yeah. is always a good space so people aren't super overwhelmed right away. Yes. And then in due time when they're ready for their conversation, it can happen. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's the pieces that I'm kind of playing with from a business standpoint. Is it is it an ebook? Is it just passive yeah. on the website? Uh, I have a women's health PT, Ashley Zimmerman, that I work with, and we're creating this six-week online program. So do people just want to do self-care from home? Yeah. So it's kind of figuring out, okay, we have this information that we want to shout at the rooftop for everyone to know, uh, but how do we present it to cater to our population? So. Well, and I, I think that's every business, especially right now because – um, you know, retail, like everyone, no one's really going to the mall anymore. Or, or it's, you know, it's fading out. Everyone's buying online. So like this, yeah. again, as any business or entrepreneurial situation, or even, you know, our large corporate situations, things are evolving. The way the audience interacts is evolving, uh, evolving. Our young humans are, you know, buying, purchasing, consuming in different ways. Yeah. So these are all really great things. So if you're looking to, um, you know, become healthier or dial into something that just doesn't feel right, reach out to Missy. But I would also say, watch how her business situation is evolving um, and the growth there. Um, because I think as all of our uh, entrepreneurs are jumping in the mix, young, old, uh, experienced, new, what have you, I think watching some of these situations, uh, myself included, are so great for um, you, even if you're not an entrepreneur, but you're just looking to kind of further your health situation or maybe you own a gym or maybe you're part of a large corporate situation. It's just such good intel to see yeah. how certain businesses evolve. Yeah. Um, and then in addition, you'll get some great health and wellness uh, information. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate you. Where do we find you? Hit us with Instagram, um, website you just said, but yep. anything else? Yep. How we can I, find this? Uh, website and then Instagram is at stay underscore invincible. Those are the main ones to, unless you want to shoot me an email, Dr. Missy at stay invincible. Yes. Yep. All the things. Reach out to her. Yes. Um, anything coming up that we need to know about? Events? Where do we find you? I try and get these up as quick as possible. Yeah. I, uh, the biggest thing is that six week online organ and pelvic floor health. That okay. We've got rolling out. We're doing the beta right now to figure out what kind of content we want to share. Okay. Um, and then I'm working on expanding the interactive organ diagram to have more um, like paid product on there so that you can learn a little bit more about self-care and yoga and organs and okay. all that stuff. So working on that. And then Nurture opening March 23rd. So I'll have some more hours. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm so yeah. impressed with that situation. Yeah. Okay. It'll be really cool. So, so yeah. lots of things, dude. Things are blooming. Lots of things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you seem happy. Energy seems yeah. good. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. I'm, I'm so happy. For you. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. Well, hopefully, my house doesn't like, I'm like feeling bad, like right now. So as I'm like good. coughing, <laughs> it's all the things. Um, well, I appreciate you. Is there anyone, we'll close out one piece of advice for anyone that's, think something's off, like any, like, here's what I would do next. I know we just talked about first step, but like, even just like mentally, like I want to, I don't think I feel right. I think the biggest thing would be to listen to your body Okay. and be aware of it because I think there's so much, we're so busy and full. Yeah. I think busy is the new four letter word, right? Uh, facts. Um, <laughs> so full. Yeah. Yeah. Is that four? Yeah. That's four. <laughs> there's a uh, silent B, I think. No. But um, just that awareness piece is huge, and I celebrate that so much with my patients that they're like, gosh, I just realized I shift and lean onto my right hip all the time, and I'm like, that's great that you notice it, because not paying attention and not noticing that you only poop twice a week or something yeah. like that. So just pay attention to your body. It is an amazing machine that gives us a lot of signals if we don't ignore it and take yeah. pills or drink alcohol too much to cover it up. So yeah. I do. I think there's such a conversation just around like numbing in general, but how yeah. socially acceptable and like just 
real that is or people just yeah. stay we so we stay so disconnected and yes you might numb out the bad but then you you numb out the good too yeah, yeah. um so i think that's incredible advice yeah um thank you missy yeah, i appreciate you, you. we yeah. definitely it can't be so much time in between I know. Out. I know. um so maybe in like I'm six come, months i'm gonna work on your organs yes I'm, yeah. she's like a, i can see her evaluating me right now and i still when i saw her first like for my knee or something i still stand on my left hip and you always come in mind i'll be standing i'm like oh, it, that's in of yeah. all the nutrition things and wellness and brain like that's one thing i always think about because i'm still kind of kicking off and maybe you side. have an organ that's pulling you in that direction I so you're trying do. mentally but Okay, we'll do all the things. But let's seriously, let's recast again in like six months or a year just to see where things are. Because I think such big things are on the horizon, we already know. But I'm really curious to see. And dogs. Yes, we had, um, both our dogs had uh, TPLO surgery. Because they don't technically have an ACL. No. So anyways, they're recovering off that. And I, the supplement game with dogs, um, the food game. Oils. Oils, all of it. We'll do a whole pet friendly conversation because I get a lot of conversation around that too. Yeah. Um, but thank you. I yeah. honestly wish you well, and we'll we'll stay in touch with you guys when you do. Yeah. Uh, we'll do cheers. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host Kristen Olson. Tune in next time, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Yeah.